0: Hi, everyone. Uh, Welcome to another uh, episode of the Leaders Series. Um, We've got Elizabeth Pienaar today from Sage. She's a product manager uh, for Sage, for Sage CRM, one of the biggest CRM products out there. Um, And what I felt really interesting today was she works in a role that's very customer-focused and very customer-facing. And as a leader, she has to juggle um, many different priorities of her teams customers partners and also the, the product she's looking to create and i think she's got a really great way of looking at it and um we can all learn from her as a leader to so how she uh, successfully negotiates all those different demands so um without further ado as i would say here's elizabeth and i uh, hope you enjoy the conversation <music> Elizabeth, hi. How are you? this fine morning. Morning, David. Hi. Good. Yeah, nice to speak to you. You're out in Dublin today in the office, I believe.
1: Yes, I am. Yes. It's Um, very empty. It's Friday, but it's
0: uh, it's a lovely day in Dublin. That's right. Yes, that's a very nice day in in Reading here today as well. So so we have Elizabeth Pina, as we know uh, here, who's the product uh, manager for Sage CRM based in Dublin. Um, 20 years in the industry, six years with Sage, uh, and she's been involved in a few of our diversity panels and uh, she's been speaking to betty on the connect side and we thought she'd be a great person to get involved um really interesting brand uh, that i have actually recruited for in the past i looked back in my in the, the my recruitment history and i think well, i recruited for sage in reading probably in about 2001 or something mm-hmm. like that so um so yeah always good to kind of there And we've been talking quite a lot about the new kind of branding of sage and the kind of yes. the upgrade of yes. sage uh, which I've seen quite a lot on the uh, Elizabeth line. So I've been on the Elizabeth line this week, which is the best tube line ever. I've just been selling <laughs> it to Elizabeth before, but uh, sage is everywhere over that. So yeah, so it's, uh, it's everywhere I it. look at the moment, it's sage, sage, <laughs> sage. So, so Elizabeth, do you want to take us through? You know, your 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 part in the business, and you know what you do within the business, and mm-hmm. then we can kind of go from there, really.
1: Uh, sure. So I'm I'm the product engineering and support manager for Sage CRM, which is quite a mouthful. Um, I manage the dev team and QA, but also the third level support team um, who are based in Ireland. So um, we bring out new uh, releases every uh, six months. Um, we listen to customers and our partners uh, who are very, very important for the way that Sage does business. Our, our partners are essential to our, um, to our interactions with our customers. Sure. Um, and yeah,
0: that's what I do. Is that because it's more like it kind of goes in within a a channel when you say the partners. So they they might integrate Sage into their product. So Yes, or to to other Sage
1: products. Um, So they do the deployments. Um, Sage Serum is a a very customizable product. So uh, if you have a partner who understands your business needs, they can create workflows for you, create entities for you, make it fit your specific business. So the the partners are are crucial to our way of working.
0: Fantastic. And do you find that... uh, that, that useful as a way of kind of you know putting it together and building it in a very kind of you know I guess it's vanilla like a bespokeable mm-hmm. way or, uh, or would you prefer so, so to have more like like this is how it's going to be or do, do um, you do quite a lot of like someone's done like this so you know this is best practice or
1: we we deliver a vanilla um mm-hmm. we have used uh, ideas from our partners uh, and incorporated those in, into mm-hmm. the product but we deliver a, a vanilla and then the partners customize it for their customers, and sure. it makes support very interesting because um, yeah, we, we, we're giving yeah. them access to the database, so they can they can change the structure of the database, they can add new yeah. tables, they can you know add new columns. So uh, it it is a it's a complicated enough product to support because it's almost infinitely customizable and extensible. Um, but so it, sometimes it's people call you up and say, and
0: you're like, <laughs> what have you done? What have you done to my beautiful database? Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've lost that. You've deleted that. Um, how did you manage to do that? Um, they're, they're very inventive. Uh, but but it 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 makes the product very useful to the customer. Um, sure. And they, they they build their business around around their specific customized instance of CRM. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it's obviously a very important, you know, you know, recruitment for instance is, is so so heavily reliant on the CRM and the database. And it's such a I always get the feeling is it's it, it's obviously a, it's never quite as, you know, you know, I've always thought of SAP being such a, an amazingly successful software, mm-hmm. but it's never quite as um, talked about, is it? It's always a bit it's like the business software, so it's never really kind of talked yeah. about, you know?
1: Yeah, um, it, it's essential, but not... Um... Cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah.
0: not cool. But, but it,
1: um... it, it, is a, it is an essential part of our... our we have, we have long standing customers that have, you know, that have used CRM for over 10 years and you know mm. they, they really couldn't do business without it they are lying yeah on, so
0: yeah so so to so kind of going forward obviously it's great to kind of find out about yourself and
1: mm. and,
0: and as a leader within the business how, how big is your team and i know it's kind of global as well isn't it
1: um so my team is quite small it's seven okay. people Sure. Um but I interact with uh the support teams across the globe uh that, are, that do level two support. So we yeah. do level three and, and dev and, and QA in Dublin, but we have regional support teams that you know take care of the customers in Australia, uh South Africa, Middle East, UK, um, quite a big yeah. team there, um, Europe and then North America as well.
0: So it's, again, it's quite collaborative then. You know, yes. you're you're almost yeah. kind of a senior leader within a group of different you know
1: I'm, teams I'm, and divisions yeah well.
0: <laughs> that's right yeah and it's and you know we talk a lot obviously about leaders I mean what are the what are the challenges that you encounter as a leader where you know you like you said you're the you kind of the person that's bringing it all together you mm. know you kind of centralizing those functions I mean does that, does that change being a leader itself
1: it does, because it's not just your own team that you're looking out for, you're also mm. looking at uh, the needs of the business, the needs of uh, the business in various different parts of the world, um, yeah. the needs of the customers versus the needs of the partners, which are not always exactly the same thing. Um, so, you know, there's um, I'm, I'm wearing several hats at the same time. Yeah. I'm, I'm managing dev, but I'm also managing support. Uh, and yeah. then I'm also managing, you know, what the product is actually going to look like, what, what it's uh, what's going to be in the next release. Um and how does that satisfy the partners, the customers um and our roadmap um, and 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 is feasible in in the time that we have because it is a, mm. a really small team so.
0: and is that um is that something I mean just to talk technical I mean mm. how do you how do you kind of manage that because I'm sure quite a few of our listeners will kind of listen to that and think, you know that's you know all these different factions talking to mm. me you know how how do you and you obviously do it successfully. But how do you manage those? How do you overcome those challenges of you know many different you know spinning so many plates at the same
1: time uh, you just have to see things from from different points of view and 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 make mm. uh, the best decision that that satisfies most of the requirements um and yeah um if, if i am in the past i wasn't managing dev as well i was only managing support so i mm. had to negotiate with dev to say you know what goes in what what has to wait um, yeah. Now I'm in a way negotiating with myself. Um, okay. And I'm, just, I'm, I'm, balancing, <laughs> I'm balancing what needs to be done um, and what's possible. And um, it, it, it is difficult. You, you you really do have to kind of switch your viewpoint. Um, mm. But parts of it are easier because I'm only arguing with myself, not with yeah, that's right. the QA yeah. manager and the dev manager.
0: <laughs> Go and sit in the garden and have a word with yourself. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And do you use any particular tools for that? Is that, you know, do you, do you use kind of you know, Slack tools or kind of PM tools or anything like that? Or is it is it really, you know, you you've, you mentioned that what I thought was really interesting. I have to make the decision, which I think is something yes. leaders have already said. It. You know, you have to, mm. as a leader, that's one of the things you have to do, isn't it? Make that mm. decision. You yeah. have to make a decision. Yeah,
1: um, we use Jira for, for pretty much everything that comes in and for everything that's on uh, the, the roadmap. Um, mm. And um, it, it's a good way of visualizing you know uh what's there i use um graphs and 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 charts to to visualize um where mm. we are and you know where we need to be um and then you know we 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 talk a lot we we have uh i have standups which are actually sit downs because we're all working remotely so we yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> But we have uh we have stand-ups every morning um with with uh support and with dev um mm. just to make sure that i know where we are at any point what's Um, what's falling behind, what's being successful, what hasn't worked as well as we hoped it uh, it would. Um, I I just need to keep track of everything um, really on a daily basis.
0: Well, wow. well, wow. uh, 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 my hat off to. It sounds like <laughs> a, has. it sounds a bit like my job actually. To be completely honest, that's uh, that's pretty much what I'm doing on a day to day basis. Yeah. Is, is controlling stuff and it mm. and, and and sometimes you know coming out of that prioritization is so important. Like you mentioned there about mm. yes. you know choosing like what do we need to do, what can we do, what's possible. Mm. You know what what are the key the key factors that you use when when making those decisions.
1: But what what's most important? What yeah, what that's way. right. Yeah, where, where, um,
0: which which path do we follow?
1: Yeah, um, well, I, I look at the future direction of the product, um, yeah. and you know, if is it worth spending time on something that really is not going to have a, a a long life? Um, yeah. I also look at how many partners and customers are affected by a bug, for example. So if you know if it's something that only ever occurs when you do this specific workflow. And there's a workaround for it. Well, then you know that's that's probably not going to be high on the priority list. Whereas, if it's something that affects you know vanilla customers, if it's something that that uh, affects data security, um, or you know special especially uh, personal data security, uh, mm. that's top of the list. So, yeah. um, there there are different things that sometimes it's just a, a quick fix that looks good, um, that you know we can get done with minimal effort, but but uh, quite a a significant impact. Um, so that might go in ahead of something that's more serious but you know not as um not as important for the customers
0: yeah and i love you talked a lot about sage and the rebranding and mm. you know well i did because before mm. and obviously you know it's been around except for 40 years is that right
1: yeah just over 40 years
0: 40 years yeah um and it's not, it's not a british company anymore i believe it was a uk company wasn't it i think is it, it still is it's still oh, right, headquartered yeah. in
1: newcastle yes yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, that's fantastic, still the yeah. The, the is mothership that, is still in Newcastle. Yes. Wonderful,
0: wonderful. Um, and you know what? What? What does Sage see as the priorities? Because although I kind of did it down a little bit, CRM mm. is obviously one of the, the big parts of, of IT and so competitive. Mm. You know, in
1: mm.
0: w- with the different players out there in the market. Mm. So, so what? Are, what are Sage's main priorities, which I guess link into your product role. Um, so
1: um, <laughs> I don't want to be falsely modest, but CRM mm. uh, is a is a Really small product within the Sage uh, portfolio, so we're, mm. we're not um, a significant uh, product from from Sage's overall strategy, um, which is basically the Sage Business Cloud. That's the that's the, yeah. uh, the direction of travel for Sage. Um, mm. And uh, CRM is is a is a useful um, integrated product for, for Sage yeah. Business Cloud, it's like 200, for example, which is very big in the in the UK. Um, so we're we on our own. We're not that significant um, mm. in in the, in the scheme of things. Obviously, to me, we are. Yeah, yeah very <laughs> much are. so. Yeah. But but Sage's uh, overall bridge strategy is uh, is the business cloud, um, and mm. and their focus remains on on SMEs, on small and medium.
0: Sure. Uh, and I and I guess then when you think in with CRM, is mm. it's, it's the you know I guess your priority then is is the. Is the linking back into the cloud and how, how to make those those connections and make that work the best?
1: Um, so we, if, if you have an accounting product like like two hundred, it's very useful to also have a CRM product that integrates seamlessly with with your sure. uh, Sage two hundred. So that's that's the um, beauty of having a, a CRM product within Sage, that yeah. the integration is, is seamless and you can transfer data across and yeah. It's just, it's very
0: uh, user-friendly in that respect. Fantastic, fantastic. And one of the things you mentioned there, and I think it's quite interesting how you said it's kind of both going on in your head at the same time, because obviously you're in charge of the support and the dev team and myself having worked in the IT industry. I know that there is an ongoing, it's a, you know, it's it's a constant, you know, there's always a constant friction, isn't there? I believe Uh between the kind of support teams and, and the dev teams, you know, you know, but that that's a fact, isn't it? Usually, they, they, they always get on as far as I know.
1: <laughs> um, we, we get on fairly. <laughs> Obviously, in stage, everyone
0: gets on perfectly, but um, other companies.
1: There, there, is, there is always that tension because mm. most of the time developers and architects want to do new features. That's the exciting yeah. part of development. Um, what support is typically focused on is fixing bugs because it affects uh, the customers that are actually yeah. using the product. And I think that it would, be very useful if developers uh spend some time with customers um mm. and if salespeople spend some time with dev um yeah. and if everyone spends some time with qa because
0: yeah, <laughs> um, yeah.
1: so they, it all they,
0: goes on them <laughs> yes
1: and they, they're a kind of um gatekeeper, if you like, you know, mm. it, it should be QA's responsibility to say, yes, this is fine, let's go out, or no, this is really too flaky or too buggy to, to go mm. anywhere near a customer. And I, I think that, you know, having mutual respect between different teams and, and a recognition of the difficulties of each one, um, th- yes, there is friction between between what dev see as their priorities and what um, support, you know, uh, are, are being hassled by, uh, yeah. which is customers yeah. wanting their bugs fixed. Uh, no, but no, you have to resolve so. that. To to and you just you balance out you know the the competing priorities of, of each team,
0: mm. and um, you know the the, the the changes that have happened during your career with things like agile mm. DevOps, for yeah. instance, are yeah. the two major changes that we as recruiters have seen. Do you think do you think that's helped? You know because that's making like we we started off this conversation in a collaborative way. Do you think yes. that's made everything more collaborative
1: more? more yes, I, more I I think. Um, I've worked in DevOps in the past, but, you know, I think Agile, uh, the philosophy of Agile, whether you're actually doing Scrum or you're doing kanban the, the ideas behind Agile are, yeah. are, are the, the best thing that's happened to, to development and, um, and, and IT in general, because um, you devolve responsibility to the people who are actually doing the work, um, you, um, you give people autonomy, you create these teams that can be self-sufficient and that can yeah. adapt um, to life as it as it changes. Um, yeah. You know who can uh, who can make decisions based on on the information that they're getting rather than you know following a plan that was was hatched by somebody else six months ago. With that's the- right no concept of, of what's happening now in June 2022.
0: Exactly. So yeah, and, yeah I, I think I'm think I, I think thinking about Emperor's new clothes, things, stuff, yes. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and and another thing obviously we've spoken to you a lot about Elizabeth is this is the idea of diverse teams. And I was yeah. it's quite interesting yeah. listening to you there, like, you know, this team should work with that team and that team should work with this team so they can understand each other. it, it yeah. very much goes back to the whole argument about, you know, diverse characters helping to build better teams, doesn't it?
1: Yes, yes. Because if you have everybody thinking the same way, uh, yeah. you're only going to come up with the same answers you'd have come up with on your own. Mm. Um, it's only when you have diverse opinions, um, uh, different experiences, different points, really different points of view, um, that, mm. you, that you that you get to see the pros and cons of your idea. Um, the more diverse your team is, the more it reflects um, society outside of your company. The more likely you are to get it right, because you're not mm. just thinking as as you do. You're thinking mm. as other people might. Um, it's it's. I think I think people have this um, notion that diversity means well, you know, we'll accept different people, but you know, they can join our club, but then they have to uh, behave like we do and play by yeah. our rules. And that completely misses the point of diversity. The whole point is that we benefit from having. Yeah. Uh, differences, uh, differences of opinion, of experience. Mm. Um, that's that's why diversity is is good for a company. It it brings in um, uh, it, it brings in experiences outside of yeah. your
0: own. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, it's quite kind of interesting. So, so my question there, you mentioned like well, let's say four teams. You mentioned the, the sales team, the the architect, the design team, mm. the QA team, and the support team.
1: Mm.
0: Are they? When, when you when you look at them, are they kind of they're 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 quite they're diverse, but they're kind of similar within that team. If you know what I am mean. quite interested in you know. The, you is mean it, the there's a certain of type of person of of in the function. support team. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just interested. Is the is there a certain type of person in the support team? Is there a certain type of person in the QA team? And then if you put it all together, you get more mm. diversity, um, or or are there, or are they all as equally as diverse or, or not diverse at all.
1: <laughs> it's interesting looking at uh, Sage in particular, but also mm. in other companies that I've worked in, uh, dev teams tend to be men, primarily. There are very, right, very again. few women in, in dev teams. Yep. Um, the teams are more gender balanced in support, in QA, and sometimes in, in product management. Sure. Um, but uh, I think that might be contributing a factor in 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 the the lack of diversity um mm. what i'm what i'm really thinking of here is um is it's caroline criada perez i think um, yeah. her book highlights um in a in a very um sort of tragic comic way uh the the problems when you when you have uh a single type of person uh designing and developing uh tools like mobile apps mobile phones themselves you know mobile phones mm. got bigger and bigger and bigger um women typically have much smaller hands than men and, and the phones got too big for them but it's it's as if mm. the, the size of an average woman's hand uh didn't even didn't come take into it. It. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, um another one was, was phone apps so you know we have we have apps that. Um, they tell us the quickest way home or the shortest way home, but not the safest way home right, and yeah. for, for mm. most women, you know, that's, that would be a really useful feature to, to know the safest way home um, yeah. at night. So it, there's, there's a, I think there's a lack of awareness, and, and it's mm. until you're aware of it, you won't even notice how non diverse your team is. Um, yeah. it, it, it has to be pointed out to you that, you know, you've, you've only considered 50% of the population or you've only considered white people. So we had um we had hand dryers um that, that didn't recognize hands when the skin was dark because they'd only ever been tested on people with white wow. skin <laughs> you know that's and hard. and that's it's such a it's such a mm-hmm. glaring in it and it is almost funny but it's not because you know it just it shows how insulated uh, the designers were that they never considered testing this on any hands that didn't look yeah. like that
0: so it's non-diversity of creative thinking in some ways yeah, you know, it's the, yeah, the, the starting yeah. process and I guess that's where that's where you need that, that those differing points of view yeah, yeah. and um and, and do you see you know it's obviously something that you're you're very passionate about and I'm so mm-hmm. you're kind of an advocate for but do you do you see that kind of you know changing you you feel positive about the future with regards to business and particularly with regards to technology that it this is improving. I don't just mean about Sage, but from other yeah, people no, I speak yes. to. Um,
1: the I, I have to say, Sage is, is one of the most comfortable places I've ever worked as a woman. Okay. Um, it is it is more gender balanced than I think any other company I've ever worked for. Sure. Um, so you know, it's it's one of the it's one of the benefits of, of working here. Um, mm. I I see a change um, in the recognition that that we need more women in. IT, we need more yep. girls studying um, math and science and, mm. and, and then at, at school and then at university. Um, and we need to uh, not only allow them in, but listen to them. Yeah. Um, so there, there is a real problem when, when you only have 10 or 20% uh, of any kind of difference, um, mm. whether that's gender or race or you know, ability. There's a, the, the dominant group, if you like, Still um, steers the conversation and uh, mm. and and has control. And there's there seems to be a sort of a magic 30 or 33 percent um, threshold beyond which um, the the minority can start speaking for itself. Um, mm. So I think we, we need to definitely reach that and hopefully exceed it in all types mm. of diversity in order to get a, a better balance within um, all tech teams. Um, otherwise, yeah. you know, we, we're going to carry on designing products for. For for a, for a, small section a very small population yeah,
0: yeah, 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 exactly. And the other thing I think is really in, important about diversity is obviously you've got your kind of global team that you work with, yeah. You know, and and again, these these are the sort of things that would have like you know changed, improved, you know, made more easy, made more difficult over the last kind of mm. five years, in particular, over the last two years. Two years, yes. <laughs> How do you find that? You know, when you're when you're working on a very global team with lots of time zones and and uh, and obviously, I guess that that, that builds different types of diversity. But um, yeah, how, how do you find that?
1: Um, relatively easy. I um, I grew up in South Africa, um, and yes. I've lived in Ireland for just over twenty years. Um, so I'm a dual. But you have lost your
0: accent too.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, no, you. it's not
0: even it's not even a mix, Elizabeth.
1: <laughs> um, and I still support the South African rugby team because hey, you know that's well, just who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? They—they're very good. So. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and Ireland too, but you know,
0: yeah,
1: uh, but also good. Yes, <laughs> um, Fuel national. Um, sorry, where were we? Oh, diverse mm. team. So, I in a way, diversity is, is global. Diversity is easier for me because I've lived on two opposite ends of the globe. Yeah. Um, South Africa itself is a is a very diverse society. Um, mm. We have 11 official languages, uh, you know, so Rhino should take a note of that. Yeah. Um, and and um, and so now I live in, in Ireland and Dublin, not Ireland so much, but Dublin is a very diverse city. Um, mm. you know, we've had net immigration for you know the last 20 years, and I'm one of them. So um, we live it's in very a very welcoming
0: as well, isn't it? Very welcoming. Yes, so, I mean I
1: I, I have found yeah. it so, yes. Mm. Um, I've I've managed to, to fit in and, and become a local with the yeah. accent. But um, yeah it's, it's and our, our stage office in in Dublin is is very diverse um, mm. and it's one of the things that we you know that we celebrated especially when we were all in the office together mm. um, so I, I don't I don't find it um, particularly difficult to, to speak to you know people in Australia or in North America or Germany um, uh, I speak a tiny bit of German but that doesn't really mm. help me because every German I've ever met speaks, speaks English England. yeah <laughs> so, um, so you know I, I find that really difficult. Time zones are tricky. Um, yeah. and not here, but you know in, in past companies, I, I did work on on uh, teams split across continents. So we had a half team yeah. here and half in uh, the states in one team. Um, we had uh, a team uh, based in in the Philippines um, in a previous company, and that was really difficult. Uh, it, it was never really possible to create a, to create a, a cohesive team. Uh, yeah. because there's there's no overlap with the with the philippines um yeah so it was it was always two teams with a sort of a handover at the yeah. end of each working day um it, it's possible um with the states especially if they're on the east coast mm. um but th- again there's a there's a kind of a handover at the end of the day
0: um, I, I, I tend to think that I mean, we've got uh, kind of us um offices and we've got a very strong kind of leadership team there and that that's where it's really kind of helped to to grow and i think Unless, unless you have like, then that's where you kind of always creating different divisions, aren't you? You can Mm. kind of interact, and Mm. what's important to have a culture that kind of continues wherever the sun is, right? So it's followed. The culture Mm. follows the sun, but I don't always (laughs) think the leadership can, can it? You know, you have to. You have to hope there's good leaders in the different places. Yes,
1: yes. Um, And Mm. and if and if your leader is, is located in one team, that that is going to be sort of the home team. Yeah. But I think there's also a mistake in um, if you're leading a, a split team to be the, the point of contact for the other team, because then yes. you become um, a single point of failure. Uh, um, yeah. I think there should be as many connections between members of the team as they are members of the team. So yeah, you know, that's right. N-1, and, and that's also a very agile idea that it, it's not um, everybody talking up to the leader and then, you know, getting a, a, a statement or a decision from the from the yeah. top it's everybody talking to so everybody the person else. in the
0: philippines would never speak to the person in san francisco they would always speak yeah. to elizabeth and elizabeth be, and that that never works is it you no, know it, that, it, that, it really yeah.
1: really doesn't work yeah. um you need everybody to to be able to speak to everybody mm. else you have to have cross-communication cross-channel communication um for, with everybody otherwise you know um you're, you're just you're just the, the bottleneck and and the mm. single point of failure.
0: and you know, for yourself, you know, you're obviously always looking at the products and, and, mm-hmm. and how you can see this driving forward, mm-hmm. what sort of kind of, you know, innovations do you see kind of going forward in the next kind of 12, 24 months that are, that are really going to kind of change the way, way that your business is working or that your software is working? Um,
1: innovations for us or for our customers? Uh, for,
0: for the customers, the it's always about the customers, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. Uh-huh.
1: Um, I I'm a little wary um, mm. about what's going to happen in the next year. Um, mm. I think it's going to be a, a, a tricky enough year economically. Mm. Um, the combination of, of low growth and high inflation is um, yeah. is fairly um, unpleasant. And mm. uh, I think that a lot of SMEs especially are going to be under pressure to, yeah. to survive. And it's it's quite tragic considering that they've weathered the storm of COVID um, with yeah. a lot of support in, in most instances, but they've, you know, they've come through that um, only to potentially fail now because of, you know, circumstances beyond their control. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah. So I, I think that, you know, I think we, we're going to see some businesses um, struggling, um, perhaps mm. shrinking. Um, it's also doesn't even seem to be a good time for startups, you know, it's, mm. it's, it's going to be tricky, I think. Mm. Um, I think we need to support uh, the customers that we already have. Um, we know that that being um, that having a, a technology uh, support for your business uh, makes you more efficient and, and saves you money. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but uh, you know, the, there's a there's a barrier to adoption, which is you know money. Mm.
0: Uh, i guess I guess, case, case. Yeah, I guess like you know it kind of gives a real kind of um how to put it um focus to your business when you're working with SMEs and struggling yeah. and for less say, because the CRM means they can't invoice at this moment in time mm. because there's a bug i guess but the bugs in mm. the system right i can't invoice my customers so i can't make some money i, get, mm. I guess sometimes it's it's a it's a matter of life and death for a business. Like we need to sort this out, right? You have to yeah, prioritize yeah, things.
1: Yeah, yeah, You know. Yeah. Um, so that I mean, that would obviously mm. be a critical bug if, if they yeah. can't uh, generate invoices. Mm. Um, but but there are not saying you know, that ever you
0: know, happens in Sage CRM. <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm not using anecdotal evidence. We're not <laughs> just worst case scenario. I think.
1: Um, yeah. So there they are bugs uh, that that we that we have to fix very quickly. But there's there's also the you know the more general usability bugs. Um, and businesses have changed the way they work over the last two years. They've um, they've gone home. You know, they've mm. they've worked from home, and that's um, that's made the the use of technology even more vital. Uh, because yeah. without without that uh, application that everybody can log into from mm. wherever they're working, um, the, you you lose track of of what you're doing, of who your customers are, of who your suppliers are, of who your leads are. You might mm. you know you might lose a lead because there was nowhere to to record you know Mm. this this potential so you know it it, we we need to support the customers that we already have um we need to and i we we have very little control over the economic environment that we're all living in but we have a lot of control over you know how we treat our customers what kind of support we give them um how 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 carefully we listen to what they need from us um and i think you know it's it's going to be tricky enough to Mm to acquire new customers in the next 12 to 18 months. Uh, but we can focus on, on, on keeping the ones that we already have and making sure that they are you know, um, productive and that yeah. they're, they're getting what they need from us and that we are adapting the product to, to, um, to see what they need.
0: And I guess that's, you know, that's you know, an innovation in itself, isn't it? To yeah. be as customer focused as you possibly can. And again, like when you talk about the product management element, bringing together the support and development teams and, mm. and acting in the best interest of the customer. To me, that's one of the most important innovations that you can make. You know, so yes. many examples of tech that just don't listen, just don't, uh, you know, you know, yeah. whole, or aren't making it easy to, to support you know, yep. to, to get support. I mean, I I use a, 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 a well-known brand of printer and I had to scan something on my printer in a batch and I didn't have a clue how to do it, mm. you know, and... Um, and then I kind of got through to them and then I had to go on a WhatsApp thing and I was waiting for 10 minutes and, you know, I, so this is, this is crazy. But then I just looked up a YouTube video and told them how to do it, right? So I guess yeah. this, <laughs> yeah, know, and I think it's, it's really important to, to, for people to know that, you know, that, that the customer is, is really, really important, particularly when the customer, there's not as many customers about, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. And, and I think um, coming back to the idea of, of Dev not, not uh, having, any contact with customers, um, mm. there's a there's an attitude of some developers, not I have to say not the ones I'm working with at the moment, but but some that that usability is somebody else's problem, that it's not a, yeah, a real it's the UX guys. It, you know? <laughs> it works in the background. The user interface is just window dressing, and and it's not that this is this is usually the only interaction that a user has with your product, and whatever yeah. it does in the background, brilliantly. Uh, you know, efficiently with you know the 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 most uh, efficient um, for loop that you've ever written. Mm. Um, that's that's useful if the customer is getting the the results back quickly. But if they're not, or if they don't understand, or if they don't know what button to press, or they don't know how to get out of mm. this place that they've landed yeah. in accidentally because the navigation is messed up, that that is a that's that's a frustrating user experience. And I think that it is those small daily frustrations. Uh, that that real users have with the product that 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 really damage their perception of, of what this product can do. You know, easy mm. things should be easy, and difficult things should be possible. Yeah. Um, and if, if if a relatively easy thing like you know scanning a batch of, of pages um, was was so difficult that you had to you know go and look on YouTube before you can do it, well then the, the interface uh, needs a bit of work. I'd say that's on, right. Yeah, on an it was opinion. actually
0: quite easy. All I had to do is turn a flap. And then it was, oh, I see how it works. So it was, uh, maybe they thought it was so easy that they didn't even have to answer my question. But well, there you go. So yeah, um, and for other for other leaders, you know, in this position, you know, looking at the next kind of twelve to eighteen months, and you know, how do I increase my, you know, customer success? How do I kind of keep my product map going? What well, What's the best piece of advice that you think you can give them from from what you've seen in your career in the industry?
1: Um, well, listen to your customers, or in our case, our customers and our partners. Um, yeah. And um, just do the <laughs> It sounds really trite, but do the best mm. you can with the resources that you have yeah. um, and 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 focus on the most important things first. Mm. Um, you may have a, a long-term goal that is going to take maybe eight months to implement. Um, and then that might be what you really, really want to do mm. um, because it's cool, <laughs> but um, But unless you're creating real value for real customers, um, you're really not doing your job. Um, yes, I I was I was talking to this is several years ago. I was talking to a a marketing manager, a a colleague in a previous company um, who who got tremendously frustrated with with the product side and and said, well, we don't sell software. We sell solutions. And Mm. I thought, well, this is rubbish because I you know, I wrote and supported software, but mm. I've, I, I quite quickly realized that what she said was absolutely true. We, we sell solutions to problems that customers have. And, and mm. if you're, if your fancy, clever software doesn't solve, or at least alleviate a problem that a customer has, mm. then, you know, you, you, you might be, you know, have, you might have an interesting hobby, but you, you're not, you're not fulfilling the the role of of providing a, a service to your customers. You, we we need to provide value to our customers, um, and we need to prioritize what they need um, over our our you know longer term plans. At the moment, I think I, I don't think it's a. I don't think now is the time to be uh, creative for its own sake, and which is mm. unfortunate because because that's one of the reasons why we all ended up in tech because it's yeah. it is a creative industry. I mean. Yeah. It's,
0: it's pushing um, the envelope, it's disrupting. Yes, it's, yeah, it's innovating, so it's trying things,
1: yeah. it's seeing how you can do this yeah. better. And, and there's, there's a really, um, I think if you still have the attitude of, of, a, of a first year student, when you've hmm. been working in tech for 20 years, I think that's a really good attitude to you have, you know, seeing how things can be done better and, and never saying, well, we've always done it like that. That's, that's never a good answer for why something is the way it is. Um, if you if you don't know why something is the way it is, uh, and your only answer is it's always been like that, then I think you need to ask a few more questions about why that is. Um, and and we all want to be creative, and we all, all want to make the products you know do things better, do more things uh, in more interesting ways. Um, you know, uh, integrate with 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 other tools. Mm. There are there's a whole universe of of things that we can do, but at the moment I think. What we really need to focus on is is what our customers want us to focus on um and, and you know it will will weather the storm and it will be you know it, it will open yeah. up again we can, we can try crazy
0: things in the future <laughs> i think elizabeth on that on that fantastic and, and totally true statement i think i'll i will we'll leave it here it's been um absolutely brilliant to speak to thank you very much and Thanks for uh, the opportunity. Uh, i i really uh i, I really I think what you've said there about, you know, making sure that you can supply the best possible service to your customers in all times, but particularly now is really, really key. And that's what will help all businesses kind of come through working together. So thank you very much for your time today, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you, David.